The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball Heat Podcast. I'm your host, Antovia, aka KarmicBeat7193. With me today, as always, is Luke. Say hi, Luke. Hi. Luke, we lost to the Lakers. We did lose to the Lakers. But we didn't lose to the Lakers, Luke. We lost to ourselves. Yeah, I... And we lost. I mean... Okay, let, let me get past the, uh, the the bit. Ben and I are in mourning tonight. Um, really, really ugly game, but I think the, the, the most saddening part about this is that one of the reasons why we were so excited about this Heat team with Larry, with Tyler with them is that you don't have to be worried about what happens when Jimmy comes off the court because when Jimmy comes off the court you've got so many options you can run your stuff around Duncan you can run your stuff around Kyle tonight Jimmy left early and while Bam and Tyler were incredible it wasn't enough and it was they, if not for the Lakers playing almost as bad as us, it would have been a much worse game. If not for the Lakers starting backcourt, who have been shooting a twenty six percent from three to start the season, going eight for fifteen from three. If not for Wayne Ellington and Malik Monk going eight for 13 from three off the bench and combining for 39 points. If not for, if not for three bad foul calls on Bam Adebayo in the last three minutes of regulation and one in overtime. If not for Duncan Robinson going three of 13 from three and missing a layup. And Kyle Lowry going 5 of 14 and 2 for 10 from 3. If not for the fact that both starting the starting and backup center both had three fouls early in the second quarter, and Udonis Haslam and Omer Yurt 7 had to combine for nine minutes of center play. I've got and Hold on, I'm not finished. Oh my God. If not for 13 minutes of Gabe, let me repeat that. For those of you who are not listening, if not for 13 minutes, 13 minutes of Gabe Vincent, then I'd say the Heat would have won this game, Luke. <laughs> the look he's giving me right now. <laughs> this is one of the stupidest games of basketball I've ever watched in my life. And 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 by the way, like like I've watched many games with Ben when he gets frustrated. I don't think I've ever heard him get this frustrated. 
too. We host because for the Twitter it, space. You guys should next next we're gonna probably Luke, are you down to do one for tomorrow night? I'm not sure, but I know I, I know if, if I'm not there, we'll get someone else to be up. There. I'll do it. Um I, I need someone in, to be your co-host. You. Luke. Look, the Lakers had almost as many turnovers as they did assists. The Lakers had more fouls than assists. The Heat shot They're... thirty. The Heat shot thirty-five free throws, and somehow it still wasn't enough. Like it, and not enough. Like as in they lost the game. Not enough as in they probably should have gotten fifty. Yeah, and I'm not a ref guy. You know, I'm not a ref guy. No, I, you're not, and I'm not either. Like, for the most part, my view is um, the refs are going to get it close enough. This, I mean, I, I was, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, now I know what it feels like to be a Kings fan because there were so many calls. Look, like stupid calls. Look, I don't like fucking, and, and, and let's, let's, let's get to the part that's kind of insane. Duncan Robinson was four for 16 and he was three of 13 from three. Luke, do we need to have a talk about Duncan Robinson? Cause I think we do. Before we get there, I do want to say this was a stupid game against a team that gets bailed out by refs on a team that had LeBron James walking the sidelines. Like he was Drake. Like he was uh, the coach. Any other player in the league does that. They get tossed. Any other player in the league during a timeout slaps a ref on the ass like Russ did, talking to him friendly, they get a tech. And by the way, any other point guard in the NBA gets clobbered in the paint like Kyle Lowry did. That would have been a foul. Luke, in a game where the Heat don't have Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry can't be taking 14 shots. Can't we were having this debate all game, and um, Ben's point of view was that Kyle needed to be taking, uh, he had to be more aggressive as a score. My point of view was that um, instead of uh, relying on him as a scorer, as a score, it's enough for him to just allow Bam and Hero to be a score. I think we saw a couple things. First of all, we saw when Bam came out, they were clearly in trouble because Kyle wasn't going to be a scorer. Um, two, that ultimately, until Bam came out, for the most part, that was working. That Bam and Tyler were both having great games, in part because of Kyle Lowry making good plays. And lastly, we saw that even when Kyle did score, he, he took 14 shots, he made five of them. He took 10 threes, he made two of them. That's not the kind of aggressive scoring that I'm asking for more. I understand that, but like Kyle is at his best when he's getting to his pull-up mid-range and when he's getting to the basket. Like, he was three of four from inside the three-point line. And he, like, Tyler took 22 shots, Bam took 20, Duncan took 16. In a game where the Heat don't have Jimmy Butler and Duncan is shooting 25% from the field, Kyle has to take more shots than Duncan. 
He has to, Luke. The other thing is you also have to remember that these guys are playing in like 45 minutes. I understand there's that. No, there's no Max Bruce. There's no Kendrick Nunn. There's no one to get them off the court. One thing, you know what? Let's let's go with some positives because there's so many negatives. There's so many negatives, but let's go with the positives. P.J. Tucker was outstanding tonight. P.J. Tucker was incredible, except for when he had to dribble. Yes. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Um, but no. But 13 rebounds. He, I think he led rebounds. the game in rebounds. Uh, he tied Anthony Davis for the lead. Um, well, then he led the game in defensive rebounds. Yes. Yes, he did. He was fantastic. He was incredible tonight. Like, he had a putback dunk. I didn't know he could dunk. Did you know he could dunk? I remember him dunking in, like, his first season on the Rockets. <laughs> I remember him dunking in Israel back in, like, 2010. Yeah. I remember dunking in Phoenix. So, other pauses. Bam was the best player on the court tonight. Absolutely. Um, my agenda that I was referring to in the space was that if the Heat win this game and Bam continues to outplay Anthony Davis the way he is, then we can start having that conversation. Obviously, AD is, like, a better player than Bam, but Bam was, like... Bam is clearly like Bam was out muscling AD consistently tonight, consistently, and and he looked like like I remember one of my big complaints about Bam last year was that he would have those moments where he would look around and realize he was the only star on the court. Yes, T- tonight he knew it. He he were like. I know this is going to sound stupid to you. She reminded me of Jimmy. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Bailing out of the heat when they needed a bucket. He was getting to the line. Like, he could get... 11 free throws tonight. 11 free throws. Missed the biggest one, but he got there 11 times. But the same way Jimmy does, he could just say, okay, I'm going to get to the line. And boom, he's there. Yeah, I mean, and listen, like... Here was the uh, career high six steals for Bam tonight. Um, he looked, and the it's not it's not even that he looked talented. It's that he looked like a like an offensive leader. And here was the best part: he starts scoring, and the Heat are like maintaining their lead. The Lakers start fronting him more heavily, and then it's Tyler backdoor backdoor cut layup, Gabe backdoor cut layup. Duncan backdoor cup blew a layup, but like three straight possessions, guys were getting shots at the basket from his playmaking because they couldn't stop him from scoring. That is a top 10 player in the league. He is showing flashes of the ability to be a top 10 player in this league. Absolutely. If he does this shit consistently, Luke, this is a championship level team. I agree. But they need Jimmy Butler for that. And he was not there tonight after the first quarter. Um, that's an issue on a road trip, Luke. 
if Jimmy's not good to go tomorrow, I, I doubt he plays tomorrow. And against that Clippers team, the way they're playing right now, that's a loss. Yeah. And then you're seven and five. And now that start starts – the start to the season you had starts to look a little bit like it was for nothing. Yeah. It, it makes me sad for sure at the same time. Uh, look, I, I'm always going to try and be the optimist. Um, this was an ugly game. You also have to remember that without Jimmy – they only lost by three, and it went to overtime. Um, Against and, the Lakers by, squad and, that had 10 guys available and played nine of them. And, and by the way, by, by the way, um, and, and, hey, the Lakers squad had two All-Stars. So did the Heat, and one of them didn't play like it. Yeah. Um and it I, wasn't I those think... all-stars that beat you, Luke. It was 17 from, a- from Avery Bradley. This guy, Avery Bradley, all season last year for the Heat, we were like, when's Avery Bradley going to get healthy? When's Avery Bradley going to get healthy? Oh, he wasn't all season. And then we got Victor Oladipo. And this, this guy, Avery Bradley, this man, Avery Bradley, six of five of eight from three, 17 points. All right. Let, let's talk about Tyler. Hold on, I'm not finished. 12 points from Carl Mello Anthony. Held him under a season average. Only one of five from three tonight, which is surprising because he shoots like 90% from three at Staples Center. Um, But he hit one in that late run because, of course, he did. Four of six from, from, from our guy, Wayne Ellington, Luke. The Heat revitalized that man's career. Do you remember? And then he went right back to Los Angeles. Do you remember, Luke? Do you remember the man with the golden arm? Do you remember what he did here? He shattered some records. Broke some records. And now he does this, four of six, 12 points. And the worst one out of all of them, Luke. Luke. Luke, look look at him. Look at this man. I, I see. It's fucking... I'm I'm cursing again. Malik, Malik Monk, Malik Monk, Malik Monk. I don't know what it is when this guy sees the heat, but he turns into Michael Jordan. Actually, no, he's better than Michael Jordan because he's hitting threes. Look, I don't understand. He's hitting like crazy circus shots at the shot clock buzzer. This dude for his career has been known as the guy from Kentucky who didn't work out. 27 off the bench. Why? I, that's too much dead air. I don't know what to say. I'm, just as speechless. I mean, why? Why not? Why, why not add insult to injury? The Heat are going to have to lose somehow, whether it be by reps, whether it be by by damn game found out. You want to talk about? Tyler? Talk? Yeah, let's talk I about. I want to talk about Tyler. Uh, he kept, he kept them in the game in the first half. 
And and by the way, like I, I keep saying this, like Tyler is comforting. The the way that he's been playing so far is comforting beyond anything else because it says one, you've got a guy that can put up 27 points on a given night. You've also got a guy who makes you feel a bit better about the long-term plan. A guy that is like he and Bam are the franchise players. That is a take, but he was really good tonight. Except he missed a wide open three at the end of the game. He went five for eight. He, he missed five, a three. But he it was Luke, he was wide open. Luke, Luke, he was wide open. <laughs> like I'm not that yeah. mad at him, but he was wide open, Luke. Um, I was more mad he didn't catch it than yeah, that. That, that was the it. worst part because if he catches it, he probably makes it. I agree. I mean, it, it's tough to pick up a ball and go from there to put up a quick shot. I yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I just, I genuinely don't know if Jimmy's not good to go tomorrow. They're losing that game, and then we have where's next? Oh yeah, Utah. Yeah. This could spiral out of control in a really bad way, Luke. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Duncan? He's been bad. Like, what do you recommend? In what way? Like for okay. like just for him? Because I know that like this entire past couple hours, I've heard you yelling the trade button, but I, I said it like twice. Let's be fair here. Um, I'm a like I'm against it, but I want to hear your case. I take right now on Duncan is that he needs to figure it out. That's that's all I I really can say is that that dude needs to figure it out and fast because the team is not going to wait around for him to figure it out. Straight it up, really. It if, really makes me sad. I understand that, but if they're struggling like this, like, and he is struggling like this, they are not going to wait for him to figure it out. They have never been a team to wait for the guy to figure it out. They just gave the guy a contract. I know they did. And you know I was for it. You know I love Duncan, Luke. You know I do. Right? I know. But, like, he's sh- what is he shooting on the season now? It's not good. Like, he, he was at 34% coming into this game. He shot, like, it's under that now. Like, he's averaging a career high in rebounds. That's great. And I'm pretty sure he's leading the team in blocks. But, like... Like, no matter... Like, that stuff should be bonuses. If he's he's 
game, better numbers and rebounds, assists, blocks. It's a bonus, but that's not what he's there for. There's other guys that he can sign that can do that stuff. Yes, Luke. He gravity can only take him so far. He has gravity. We all know that he has gravity, but eventually the shots, if the shots are still not falling, teams are not going to be scared anymore. Gravity only but, takes you so far, Luke. So that, Eventually, that you gotta show means, up. Now also means that what's his trade value? That's the question. At that point, it becomes what can you get for him? I don't think like I don't think they're gonna win a Duncan Robinson trade right now. I apologize. Say that again. I don't think that the Heat can win a Duncan Robinson trade right now. They can't trade him right now. March 3rd is the day. Oh, it's not like December 15? No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's March 3rd that he becomes tradable. Okay, so then at that point, yes, you're actually wrong. The Heat will be waiting around for him. That after the deadline? No, I mean, they, you've got months and months. They're going to be waiting around for him. It's not like they have that many better options. I mean, like, it's not like you're going to uh, play Gabe Vincent over Duncan Robinson because Robinson isn't shooting well. Just, There's not a world in which you do something like that. I don't know, man. I'm just like... It's like, what what, what do you... Like, yeah, sure, trade him, but that's not happening until, month, until March. What are you going to do until then? Because if you, start, if you start becoming a good team in March, guess what? You're too late. I understand that, but, like, you've got to hope like, he figures it out, man. I know, you've got to hope, but, like, like, you recommended trading him. Trading him isn't an option. I know. I know. I know it's not an option. And I don't even think it should be done if they could trade him right now. Because I just, I think that no matter what, if you trade a guy like that uh, at the very beginning of a slump, like you're, you're, you're going to get screwed over by the time he comes out of it. I just hope he comes out of it soon. Yeah. But... I don't really know what else to say. Um, I, I was telling you during the game about the slump that m- many of the best shooters in the NBA right now, between Damian Lillard and yeah. James Harden, are having shooting slumps but, right but, now. So but it's Luke, clearly not isolated. I understand that, Luke. I really do. But like, those guys do so much more than Duncan does. Like, hey, you have fact, to understand I'm, that. I'm, I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about shooting. I'm talking okay. about shooting. I understand that, but you can't use those guys and as example. Like I understand some of them might be shooting more poorly, but like it's not as noticeable with those guys because they have other things to their game. I'm I'm not talking about the complete game. I'm talking about the shooting. Okay, the, the but- specific shooting. If the if if they aren't shooting well. 
and Duncan isn't shooting well. You can't just say, oh, Duncan is a bad shooter because Luke, clearly there's a trend. Luke, there's I'm a not, trend going. Luke, I'm not saying Duncan's a bad shooter, though. I'm saying that he needs to figure it out. We know he's not a bad shooter. 12 games doesn't, it doesn't, 11 games does not erase two years. I know that. Trust me, I do. But this is a team with title aspirations, Luke. And he's supposed to be an important piece. And they need him to act like it. That's all I'm saying. All right. If you want to get in on the discussion, feel free to DM us at uh, Luke Josh Webb or uh, at um, shit. Like, Comic um, Bead 7193. Um, <laughs> also, it, uh, leave a, a rating. Chipping Chip Dale 719. <laughs> Shut up. Leave a rating, leave a review. Um, we're going to do Twitter spaces more often now. Uh, we had a really nice turnout for the one tonight, and I really appreciate everyone who was in there. Um, Chester Arthur, 1776. You know what? You know what? Um, all right. But that's going to pretty much do it for us. Uh, your fi- I don't think we said what the final score was. Your final score, the Lakers 120, your Miami Heat 117 in overtime. Um... And that's really going to do it for us. Uh, it is 1.40 in the morning. I'm going to go to bed. Luke, what are you going to do? I am going to start working on a uh, on homework. That sucks. You know what else you're going to do, Luke? What am I going to do? You're going to say goodnight to the people. Good night, people. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.